and good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital Tech and Transitional Energy Podcast. It's uh, November the 2nd, it's blowing a gale, peeing with rain, I think that's polite, pretty horrible out there. And that's just the weather, let alone the bloody market, which is still horrendous. It's closed. Oh, the market's closed. Phil, what are we going to do? Oh, oh, God, I despair, Andrew, I despair. Sunshine on Sunday and hopefully better news out of the markets next week and something to move. Well, uh, we'll see. So last week we were sitting in the same room together. Sadly, this week we're actually both at home for various reasons. Uh, I'm actually about to head off down to Cornwall, popping into Hargreaves Lansdowne on the way down uh, to talk about Aquis and uh, to try and get them to be a bit more proactive about uh, making sure that we can have good trade on Aquis stocks. Uh, in particular, as obviously we've got the um, the Aquis event coming up on November the 28th. Uh, we've got 16 great companies, four pre-IPOs that could be floating on Aquis. Um, one in particular that uh, I think people absolutely love, Banhook Chili Oil. Got absolutely nothing to do with tech and transitional energy. But take my word, this is the best chili oil in the world. Um, I tried it, liked it so much, bought part of the company. It does have EIS. It's based just outside Selenbosch in South Africa. If you haven't tried it, you can buy it online. It's in a lot of shops across the UK. It's 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 on a cardo. It's on Amazon. I sound like an advert for Banhook Chili Oil, don't I? Uh, which has got nothing to do with tech and trans. But take my word, it it'll transform not just a pizza, which is amazing, but if you put it on, you know, avocado and poached egg, if you like that for breakfast, put a bit of this on. Oh, it's amazing. You've got a little nibble before before supper with your wife. You'll cut up a few bits of parmesan, sprinkle a bit of Banhook Chili on it. It's amazing. Uh, they will be over, though. It is absolutely amazing. And by the way, if you've watched the Beckham, David Beckham Netflix series, he actually has a bottle of it in his kitchen. So even he buys it. Um, God, that that was promoting your own thing, wasn't it? Sorry, that was a bit of a... I don't know where that came from, Phil. I do apologise. You're missing your vocation in life. <laughs> I should be an influence, influencer. Uh, influencer. Now, that is transitional energy, isn't it? Or tech. You know, it's it's the yeah. whole yeah, influence. Yeah, well, I'm going to be an influencer. That's it. You're right. Um <laughs> But we've also, by the way, on, on our thing, we've got Andy Bruff uh, coming along. He's going to be there all day, and he's going to do a session with questions purely from the audience. Uh, we've got Joanne Hart from the Midas column in the Mail on Sunday uh, having a chat with me. Uh, it's going to be a great day. Um, and we do have some some good tech companies coming along as well. So um, make sure you try and come along. We, we give free food and drink, quite a lot of it as well, actually, remembering last year. Uh, so it's 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 a fantastic occasion. What more can I say? As for the markets, as we say, the market is still basically shut. Trying to get anything done in this market is an absolute nightmare. Um, so, I mean, we've even, for instance, as an example, we've done an extraordinary thing. We, we actually did it about 10 days ago. We announced we were doing a placing for S Ventures, which is a brand company. Um, we actually said we're doing it so we didn't have to cro- wall cross anybody, uh, which makes it easy. But, I mean, the problem we're having is we, we, we're making progress but it's just staggering. Everyone's going, Andrew, there's, no one's doing any deals at the moment. Um, something's got to change. It's not healthy for stock markets. Um, anyway, uh, technology. I'll tell you the only thing I'd say on technology, Phil, uh, before we go into the stocks, this could be quite a short recording, this actually, is, and I've discussed this a, a lot in the last few weeks about this whole business about, you know, American stocks being overvalued and just the top seven being you know, worth so much. In fact, there was an article in the Mail on Sunday this weekend that, you know, beware the big seven. And I've been looking, I'll be absolutely honest with you, and I must send an email actually to the fund manager, Chris Ford, at the Sandlam AI Fund. Uh, and Because I noticed that on his fact sheet, you can get fact sheets on all these funds, by the way, very easy. I'm sure yeah. people know that. Yeah. Um, has 65% exposure to the US. 
you know, I love the fund. I love AI. It's been a great performing fund, by the way. Um, so I don't really want to sell it, but I don't really want to have that much exposure to the US right now. I've also got the iShares Auto and Robotics uh, ETF, which again has been a fantastic performer for me. Yeah. Um, that one, interesting enough, I had looked at their fact sheet. They're only about now, I think it was 35% exposed to the US, which I'm sort of comfortable with. Um, but I think that my, any of my advice to anyone who's got any of these funds that are in, in tech, and I mean, you know, obviously I've got things like, which we discussed before, IP Group, which has not been one of my best investments. Uh, that obviously is very UK oriented, so I don't have to worry about that. But maybe that's one of the reasons it's been such a bad performer. Uh, but just check, yeah, if you've got funds, what their exposure is to the US, because I really feel we're looking, there's potentially a crash coming on in the US. It's just completely out of skelter. And, you know, it is showing signs of coming off. Take note, the arm float, for instance, you know, went to the US. Um, it's now trading at a discount to where it floated. Um, and I'll tell you another one, actually, it's sort of EV mobility, so it sort of comes into this uh, podcast, and that is Zap Scooters. Um, it's actually based in Thailand, but I know most of the investors are UK, and it was going to come to the UK market. It did this NASDAQ SPAC at $10.00. And it's now, it's collapsed. It's clapped from a market cap of 500 million, which was clearly too big. But now the market cap is a mere 9 million. Uh, and that's all happened in less than six months. So it, there are creaky signs out there in the US. I would just be treading very carefully. Would you agree with me, Phil? Yes. I thought that, no, that, that's, it's very fair comment. And, you know, we've been commenting on the US results and get onto a little bit of that shortly. But, uh, it's it's fair comment. There's been a there's been a very very strong run in the Nasdaq since uh, the end of last year. Um, yeah, and and things like Nvidia have, have risen rapidly. Meta's risen rapidly again, and they're in a lot of portfolios. Sometimes it's very difficult. You have to sort of step back out of the market and look at it in the round because again, a lot of the, one of the problems with all these ETFs and tracker funds, which are huge industry now. Is, you know, they, they basically play momentum. So they keep buying more when things are going up because they have to. And that just causes it to go up and up and up and up. And it becomes a sort of Ponzi scheme. I'm not saying it is a Ponzi scheme, by the way, or house of cards or whatever. That's a, then when it reverses, you have the opposite effect and it just drives it down. So, you know, do trade carefully. Anyway, let's, uh, I don't know that there was, uh, I have been following the news this week. I mean, funny enough, although the markets are dead, I've been incredibly busy this week doing an awful lot of other things, um, trying to help clients sort them out, et cetera, et cetera. There's always work for a poor old broker. People don't understand the work we put in. But I'm not going to go down that. Don't worry. Uh, let's move on to news, Phil. What, what have you got for us? Yeah, well, this is well, quickly, let's just uh, let US results. Um, Intel uh, had their quarter results and obviously one of the biggest uh, chip uh, microprocessor makers um, and exposed heavily to PCs. And so they'd seen declining revenues. You know, we had the COVID boom in computers, then that came off. Uh, as we all got back to work and went buying kit for home. But um, their revenue uh, was down 8%, uh, seventh consecutive quarter of declining sales. However, um, we're always looking at companies that are shifting, moving strategies, um, you know, big changes going on. And Intel, uh, as an expert in chip processing, uh, and is moving more into foundry work for, for, for chips, but also... Uh, looking to take on um, or, or you know, benefit from the growth in AI. Uh, we're seeing you know, NVIDIA shares, as we commented, in a lot of these portfolios and tracker funds have risen rapidly. Um, but uh, Intel's looking to compete in, more in the mobile compute space. Um, so 
you know, and they've got cost-saving initiatives going on in there. So, you know, making very visible changes to the business. So that was uh, that was quite encouraging to see from Nvidia actually. Um, and uh, moving on more is, is Amazon, which is in the, the top seven. Andrew, I don't know if you got to saw their uh, their results. Um, Amazon has seen revenue uh, grow by thirteen percent. You know, we're expecting uh, results to come in strongly in given valuations. Um, this has ended again a down quarter trend for them. Uh, you know, exposed to e-commerce, saw that boom, saw it come off uh, post uh, post COVID. Um, but also Amazon being making internal changes, investing a lot more in AI, um, seeing a better, uh, stronger revenues in, in advertising through uh, some of the AI work it's been doing, but in its, you know, its algorithms in advertising and seeing growth in its operating margins. So I think the market was pretty pleased overall with, with Amazon's results. That's good. So, no, uh, right, the UK. Uh, let's get on to the UK. Um, I do know if you saw, and this isn't it, uh, technology, but um, this was information analytics firms Accentual, uh, ticker is ASCL, 958 million market cap. It's been called EMAP. Um, and they have um, sort of very exposed to digital commerce uh, and also consumer research uh, for businesses. Um, and they're very focused on events as well. Now, they've announced that they are restructuring their business and divesting a number of units. Um, and so they're saying that the digital commerce business is going to be sold to a US-listed uh, Omnicom group uh, for an EV value of $900 million. Uh, the consumer research business, that's being sold off to uh, what's called Wind UK uh, Bidco, uh, advised by its Apex partners, private equity, that for £700 million. Um, so, and they are going to distribute back to shareholders £850 million. So, quite big news there for um, for them, and not something we see often in the market, actually. Why is it so many companies always seem to change their names? You know, for people like me who have been in the market for 40 years, it's very confusing. I wish, I wish people wouldn't do that. I'm sorry. Anyway, well, carry on. Yeah, I was, well, I was going to say, just a little warning for you company directors out there. Uh, there was news I saw this morning, I think it was in the mail, that Virtu had had their uh, company's house account, uh, account information hacked. Um, all the directors showing has resigned, and um, I think it was Mr. Iceman is now uh, taking over the board. So company's house are urgently looking at that. That's dreadful. Yeah. There, 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 there we go. Right, um, I'm back on to market, general market news. Uh, Sophian. Uh, software company, ticker is SPE. Um, it's been around for a considerable amount of time. Um, and Sophian software is used to manage uh, intellectual property and the use of intellectual property in big corporations. And again, sadly for the UK market, Andrew, it's... It's a, goodbye. It is goodbye. It's had a bit approach um, from uh, Wellspring Worldwide. And this is very interesting. It was at a price of 10 Pounds per share, um, 104% premium to a closing price of £4.90 per share for Sophia, nearly double uh, what the UK market was valuing this IT company um, at. Uh, Wellscreen, again, backed and controlled by Resurgence Technology Partners, a technology-focused private equity firm based in the USA. 
I mean, unfortunately, every day we get another bid. Our market is shrinking, but yeah, the Americans can see value where we can't. Um, no, actually, yeah. I think we can see the value. We just don't have the capital. Capital is so scarce uh, to actually go and buy the value. But yeah, every day there's a bid, and you know what? I can tell you, there's going to be um, more bids coming up. Can't tell you which ones, by the way, but I can tell you there are going to be more. Um, everybody in the market is working on them. And the other thing that's happening all the time at the moment, Phil, I don't know if you've noticed it because I read the RSS every morning. There are so many share buybacks. Sorry, this is a complete complete yeah. interruption into your, your going through no, the no, figures. No, 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 not at all. But I, I personally, I'm not a fan of share buybacks. I think no, you're no, taking no. valuable capital and putting it, you know, I, if I'm invested in a company, I want you to use that capital to do good things with, to grow your business. Capital is scarce. Why use it just to buy back your shares? Because your shares happen to be cheap. You know, share prices go up and down. Ignore that to a large extent. I know people say, oh, it's a way of enhancing earnings and it's more tax efficient than dividends and all of that. No, go out and put your capital to use. I wish all companies would stop doing share buybacks. Um, I find it infuriating. Sorry, yeah. carry on with the figures. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I actually agree with you as well. And, and, you know, you're relying, the board of directors are taking a call on the share price at the time, which may or may not be right. I think, yeah, I think it should be used to invest internally. So there we are. I agree. Right. Um, moving, <laughs> moving swiftly on, uh, there was a trading update one we follow. This is uh, Computer Center, uh, 3 billion market cap. Um, this is IT services for big corporations. So been uh, very important for the IT sector to follow this type of business, um, given its exposure. Uh, and it gives us a feel for business spend. Um, they you know, they've supplied cloud services, networking, security. They're the trading update, third quarter, um, ending um, September 23, in line with management expectations. Some of the first half, uh, US performing strongly. UK remained difficult, uh, quote unquote. Um, but this is a company that has, you know, we, we've become, it's just over the years consistently uh, grown and performed. And it says uh, Q4 is the largest quarter. Much remains to be done, but uh, expect the year to be another year of strong progress in profitability. Um, so that was pretty good for them in cloud services. Uh, just a smaller one was Cis Group. Um, again, this is IT services, cybersecurity. They had a trading update. Cis uh, Group, SYS is a ticker, 19 million market cap. Um, the shares are the high of about 39p, a low in October 22 of 20p. And part of that was kind of, you know, with the COVID boom and then coming off again in IT services as people were working remotely. Um, they, in, just in terms of the trading update, have said uh, steady trading performance, um, but lower value-added resales, and their revenues look pretty much for the first half um, flat, uh, and the profits just slightly down from 1.7 million down to 1.6 million. Um, putting that debt in there, but that you know, uh, what I would say is they it looks like they've changed their board in here. Um, they've got a new revenue officer, AI officer, tech officer in there, um, and general counsel. So there could be some, you know, with with, with a beefed up board um, change going on. So perhaps. Well, they've move. sort of done a, a spring box rugby move. They've replaced the entire front row. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good analogy there. Yes, they have replaced the front row. Um, yeah, at least it's not replaced their. Uh, yeah, to what England did and replace their props mid-match. Right, um, moving quickly on to Solid State. 
Again, one we've tracked. Um, so ticker is SOLI, 135 million market cap. Um, solid state, this is electronics. Uh, they're a distributor of electronic components, but they also designed their own um, electronics and equipment that goes into um, communications. They acquired a uh, company in the States that uh, has battery pack technology, and that goes into drones, uh, and they've benefited from military expenditure in that. Um, shares have more than doubled over five years, so it's a long-term one, this. Um, and they've just reported revenues of uh, for the first half of £88 million, up from £59 million. Remember, it has acquired this US business, uh, but organic revenue growth during a period was uh, up 35%, uh, which was encouraging to see. Um, they're expecting profits of at least uh, £7 million versus £4.2 million, uh, up 67%, and strong cash generation. So that was... Uh, that was pretty encouraging from them, uh, and they're expected to be marginally ahead of uh, current consensus revenue and PBT expectations for the uh, for their full year ending March twenty four. So that was solid state, and then uh, one this one we I think we discussed this last week, Andrew was Oxford Metrics. Oh yeah, was OMG. Uh, market up's one hundred eighteen million. Um, Oxford Metrics. Uh, this was one I was involved in the IPO about twenty years ago. I'm not old, um, but they do uh, motion capture um, systems. So it's using uh, specialized camera technology to track human movement, translate that into digital information, and that is used in games, special effects, and films. But importantly, in healthcare, in looking at uh, body movements for people with. Um, specific issues with their arms or legs or, or ambulation. Anyway, so it has all that technology, um, and they have announced an acquisition. So it has all that money, and as we were saying last week, they've got options for the business and expanding the business. They're not doing a share buyback. Uh, they're making an acquisition uh, of a comp- another company that's based in Oxford called Industrial Vision Systems, and it has machine vision software and technology, and this is for automated quality control systems. So... Uh, for very close-up inspection and, and monitoring uh, and tracking and counting. So this is in, in manufacturing and production uh, in the pharmaceutical, uh, I think it's exposed to the pharmaceutical industry, uh, but other production industries. So that was the required business for £8.1 uh, million pounds from existing uh, cash resources. So that's kind of, you know, that was kind of good to see, actually, because they're expanding the business, you know, using the core technologies and expertise, buying in technology and IP, and expanding the business into new areas. And that's what businesses should do with their cash. Absolutely. You've hit the nail on the head, Phil. Totally agree with you. So well done to OMG. Um, and I guess a final one from me, which is, again, the company we've, we've talked about before in this podcast, really interesting one, it's IQGO. Um, and it's I spell IQGEO, uh, ticker is IQG, 140 million market cap. Um, and they have software for tracking um, stuff that is in the geolocation software for tracking things that are in the ground um, and, and where they're located. So, telecommunications networks, pipes, um, you know, um, things like fiber optics. Um, so, all the stuff that's, uh, that, that's in the ground, but also. Um, energy networks as well. I mean, their 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 software is used by clearly by utilities, by the telcos. Um, also involved in utility grid modernisation, which is you know given the transitional energy and what's happening to the UK grid and all the batteries coming aboard, really important areas that they're involved in. Um, they they again were involved in the recent acquisition. Uh, so they're just giving an update uh, to the mar- market on. Um, oh no, sorry, my mistake. Not acquisition. It's a new product that they've launched. 
um, and they were just commenting on um, how that is progressing. It's called Insight Professional Enterprise, and this provides um, startup or fiber network operators um, with you know with software to enable them to automate and scale uh, their business processes. They've said the launches go very well, seeing success in the US. Um, but importantly, uh, they've got they've got a capital markets day for analysts investors on the 29th of November. So I'm going to attend that one actually because uh, they're involved in some interesting areas, particularly in the grid modernization. And uh, I'll look forward to commenting that on the podcast to follow. Very good. And there's just one I noticed actually yesterday. I don't know if you saw it at all. doesn't matter if you don't, but Echo, which is spelled E-C-K-O-H. Yes. yes. Uh, funny, I follow it partially because it's in my mother's IHT portfolio that I run with my brother. Uh, but we do it on a sort of quant basis, so we don't actually often know what the companies even do. I don't really know what these guys do. But what I did notice was I read it, and I thought, oh, good, record levels of contracted business, record North American pipeline. I thought, that's fine. They did say trading was in line. So I thought that would be fine. I noticed it was sort of fell out of bed yesterday. I don't know if you looked at it or have got a view on that. I was a bit disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. Were there any other comments in there? I'm just trying to think. Well, I may have, may have missed it. I just don't... Look, I, I mention it. By the way, if anyone from Eco is listening, drop me a line and tell, tell me how it's going. Because yeah, uh, it has been. A, it has been a good study. You know, a good study. Yeah, no, it has. Yeah. Uh, Customer contact space, e-commerce. Don't know. Maybe sentiment, but but we always, yeah. We're, all right, we'll have a chat about that one next week. We'll look further at it. All right, there we go. Look, we we've done twenty minutes, and I said it was going to be a fairly short one. Um, so look, I hope everybody's enjoyed it. I, all the usual stuff that I usually say. I'm not going to say it all over again. Do messages if you <laughs> if you want to talk about anything. And Phil and I will be uh, back next week. We certainly will. We'll, we'll <laughs> see you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.